it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass, Billy Gunn, together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation, and if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you, suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter too, at VOC Nation. What's up? Everything's loud. Don't cut me off guard. The fireworks, buddy. Yeah, explosions all around. What's up, man? How's it going? Good, man. How about yourself? I am hanging in there. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Briscoe Big A Show. Oh, I got something in my eye. Oh. All right. Nice. Uh, yeah. So pre-Thanksgiving show. This will be our 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 Thanksgiving show. We'll give our thanks to what we're grateful for. At some point during this conversation, but uh, we're not going to have a show next week on Thursday because obviously it is the holiday. Share that with your loved ones and, uh, you know, however you're going to do it this year, just do it and be happy about it. And stay safe. And stay safe, of course. So, yeah, that's uh, that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to talk about some cool stuff. Survivor Series is coming up, so I'll, uh, I'll ask you about that card uh, uh, when we get into it here in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, so... Things are going good for me over here, other than the world around me is falling apart because we're shutting everything down in Minnesota. But things are going good for you down there, and you have a cool, awesome wrestling show that's going down this weekend that I keep seeing about that I'm excited to hear about. So uh, you and Chico Adams, is that it? Yeah, me and Chico Adams, and I believe it's EC3 versus Shannon Moore. Oh, um, damn. I believe it's a very heavy card. It's going to be very, very good. I'm really looking forward to the show. The past couple shows have just been absolutely phenomenal. I mean, it's just good seeing everyone in the crowd wear a mask, everyone being safe, everyone doing what they're supposed to do to to able to still be able to get out, have fun, and enjoy some wrestling at a time like this when everything is going crazy no one knows what's going on and are we shutting down not shutting down you know as long as we can keep doing a couple more shows and keep people happy that's 
our goal. And um, as long as we do it safely, and as long as everyone wears their mask and uses hand sanitizer, and we have stations everywhere, um, you know, we're still able to do these shows. And, you know, thankfully, we're obeying by all the rules because that place does not want us there. And uh, luckily, we obey by all the rules and we're still able to go on. But yeah, me and Chico Adams, we've known each other for a while. He actually uh, trained at Dory Funk Jr. School a long time ago. And at the time, that was when I was going down and uh, every once in a while uh, coaching with Dory Funk and then every once in a while either tagging with Dory or wrestling against Dory at like 72 years old. Dory Funk Jr. was still getting in the ring with me and it was crazy crazy seeing that guy wrestle yeah we're gonna get into that uh but real quick yeah so uh sunday matinee show um so i really don't know that what that i know that word means i think it's an earlier show like early in the day so i guess Uh, what that word means yeah uh so that's gonna be a cool thing so people should check it out if they're down there uh check out the youtube for atomic shout out to i i'm glad you told me it was during the day because i probably would have showed up (laughs) but actually i show up no uh early anyways because i'm an agent so yeah i help with the uh younger people put their matches together for sure. So shout out to all the independents out there uh, who are still trying to do shows, doing them safely. As long as uh, they're doing it safely. I don't I don't want to see any guys doing shows and not having the crowd wear a mask and not being safe or, or at least spreading out the chairs properly. I mean, it's very easy to separate the chairs and have the proper distance for everybody to be safe. Yeah, definitely. Also, shout out to our good friends in, in Iowa IPW. Uh, they've been doing some cool streaming shows every Sunday. They are going to be on hold for a few weeks now because, again, the Midwest up here, we're we're getting hit really hard with COVID right now. So a lot of things slowing down up here. But it's when they do. Nor- it's crazy because normally I picture you right now saying everything's shut down due to heavy snowstorms. Yeah, but no, no kidding, it- like usually, yeah, it's like blizzard like right now, or at least super cold. And most of these next few months, it's everything's shut down because you can't drive anywhere. The roads, the plows can't even get out, stuff like that. And now it's just like, no, we just we just can't do anything right now because the world is crazy. So um, but yeah, it's uh check those guys out when they get going again. Hi Trish, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, cause they put on a great show. You know, we've been down with many of their shows, so and they yeah, were doing a cool it was unfortunately they didn't get to do their uh super show like they normally do but they're gonna do a bigger and better one so we're definitely looking forward to uh 2021 when uh we're able to do the super show ipw with troy that's gonna be and the wrestling hall of fame and all that good stuff that's gonna be a really good i think that's gonna be a really good show for everybody because that a lot of people come from a lot of different states, and mm-hmm. I think just to see the bond of everybody from every different state, because right now, all I'm seeing is all local people coming to the wrestling events, Right, and, you know, Troy brings in such a diverse, great group of people, and it's good to see everybody from every walk of life that you normally wouldn't see and that's a great thing about the wrestling hall of fame is that you catch up with wrestlers and hall of famers that you normally wouldn't get to see every day and actually get to hang out with them and 
you know yeah man i mean that whole that whole weekend's responsible of why we met and started this show uh and it is it's just a special weekend so this next time uh fingers crossed july 2021 it's happening it's planned i mean that's not really too far away if you really think about it it's not and if it does happen man that is gonna be a very fun weekend just because it's gonna it's gonna be like a huge reunion i mean it's a lot of the same people who come from all over for that weekend so it's great i do want to ask you though uh so so uh dory funk jr at how old 72 so i want to hear about this because i didn't i i actually didn't know you've actually wrestled dory funk jr uh times i had no idea um so i mean because he's wrestled with your dad and uncle back in the day so like how did that happen like you said you coached with him too so like did he reach out to you or yeah he reached out to me he used to run i don't know if he does anymore he used to run out of ocala and he used to do this thing called bang tv that was a, a internet thing and he would um post his matches on the internet and every once in a while he would hire me to come down to help draw and you know bring some you know help draw put some asses in some seats as they would say and um yeah it was a good time and dory is always you know stud the only craziest thing is when he pulls out that bull whip <laughs> man he can't really see so well and man he pulls out that bull whip and even if you're behind i would if whenever i saw him bring out the bull whip if you ever watch any of the old videos i dip out i get out of the ring as fast <laughs> as possible even if i'm on his team because I'm scared that I even being near him with that whip, I would weigh him, watch him crack it a couple times, and then when the ref clears everything out, then I would scoot in and raise our hand together or whatever was going on. But I would always stay clear of that bull whip because man, that thing, I don't want to get hit by that thing. Right, that's great. That's that's amazing. I, uh, what's up, Eric? Thanks for joining what's us. Up, that's Eric? funny. I did not know about that. I'm gonna have to. Uh, is that on YouTube? Yeah. I'm gonna have to find that and watch that. Uh, so that's just crazy. So let's let's. Is there any other like, I don't want to call them old timers, but like legends from that era that you've uh, worked with that I, I don't I wouldn't maybe know about. I mean, we talked about Tracy Smothers. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, let's see that are not wrestling today or right. yeah, that are done. Is is Dreamer done? no okay uh, he's in an impact i'm trying to think of who i think I, Andor- I think andori would probably i mean brian blair when i tagged with him oh that's right okay yeah yep. i would think that would be have you ever didn't even just like in practice or just been training or anything did your dad ever lock up with you yeah i thought we told that story i don't remember i i because i don't remember we don't talk because we don't talk a lot about your dad because we're waiting for that episode when he comes on here so we've kind of like held a lot of that back so i don't remember i guess we'll tell the story well my dad for he did and for a little bit before i went to fcw and then i went to fcw and he kind of wanted the coaches to do their thing and he (laughs) didn't want to come in there and pull a uh, Ricky Steamboat and um, come in here and basically just like coach your kid. Like my dad was like, I want the coaches 
to coach Wes. I don't, I don't, you know, they're hired there to do their job and I'm not going to step on no one's toes. It's just a respect thing. Right. So once I got past of being super, super green and finally like knew what I was doing in the ring, my dad came to the school and was like, all right, I'll get in the ring with you. So the coaches cleared practice. Practice was over with. We waited till everybody left. And it was just uh, Dusty Rhodes, um, Norman Smiley, Dr. Tom Pritchard, Steve Kern, and, of course, my dad and me. That That's the room at that time. Yeah. That's a hell of a room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it was funny, though, because I'm, like, laughing and joking and kind of thinking it's funny. Like, kind of, like, joking around and not, like, taking things seriously. Right. And um, my dad, like, looked at me and, like, looked around at the ring and, like, saw that I was joking. And when I went to Locked Up, he went, bam, and punched <laughs> me right in the face and broke my nose. And I looked at him and I was like, what are you doing? Why did you, why did you just hit me like that? And he was like, because you were making fun of the business. He goes, this is the business that put a roof over your head. This is the business that fed you, that gave you Christmas presents, that got you a car, that got you everything you wanted. And you're going to sit here and make fun of it in front of my peers no, that's not how we're doing it. And I looked at him and I was like, oh, and I said, okay, well, can I wipe, wipe my face? He goes, nope, we're going 45. And I was like, all right. So I went 45 minutes with my dad. Oh, I did wrestle Dr. Tom for an hour. Oh, I did an hour, I did an hour match with Dr. Tom. This was a pretty cool. Did I talk about that? I, I think we mentioned it when he was on the show. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was a cool, that was another cool thing. That's that's an amazing experience, man. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and everybody, you get a great. Everybody was so scared, and I was like, I had such good cardio that I was like, I'll go an hour, like, whatever. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah, Trish, we're gonna eventually have Mister Briscoe come on the show. We just don't know when yet. It's gonna happen though. Um, when his three month clause no compete is up. Yeah, so, and I don't know how long ago that was, but sounds like soon. Uh, Thanksgiving plans. You got any? You're going to be with the fam? Are you guys going to be able to get the family? And I believe Red Velvet's family is coming down, and we're just going to do a nice little family thing at my parents' house. That's wonderful. Do it at their their house. Nice. 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 Yeah, I was going to get with my family uh but unfortunately again covid's crazy up here so that's going to cause it that we're not going to get together this year so well we're we're all going to do it outside and nice. kind of like spread out you know what i mean so it's right, not right. like you know, i tell you what i'm jealous that i like during this pandemic this is definitely a time where i'm like i wish i didn't live somewhere where it's going to get freezing cold yeah because i mean we're going to do it safely it's not like I mean, it's going to be basically me, my mom, my dad, maybe my brother, um, Red, her sister, her mom, and her her niece. So that's, I mean, that's pretty small. And yeah. we do it outside and, you know, like, just stay safe, I believe. 
I mean, I pray to God, you know, everything will be all right, but I think we'll be all right if we do it safely like that. Yeah. You guys will be good. That's uh that's awesome. And happy Thanksgiving to everybody uh, out there watching, listening, however it is that you're doing that. And hopefully you guys have a good holiday. Do you have like a tradition? Was there a tradition for your family that you guys always did every year on Thanksgiving? You're asking the wrong person. Um, <laughs> no, because that's just the day that they raped and killed all my people. Right. I'm Native American, so it wasn't a really good day. And what the history book said was not accurate. Did not really happen that way. So for right. me, Thanksgiving is not really a day of, I mean, I give thanks and I'm thankful Right. And I use that as being like, let's just use it as that. But like the true heritage of Thanksgiving is not truly celebrated in my household. Right. But you guys do like a turkey every year and stuff. So. Oh, of course. I mean, it's it's the same. Like, yeah, we have the food and we're thankful yeah. for family. We're thankful for everyone being around. And we use that to be, you know, just for, you know, to be thankful. But the true origins of that is not celebrated right yeah no i don't i don't think anybody celebrates origins of any holidays anymore it's just whatever you're told to do you know like christmas it's like santa and presents not you know jesus christ was born <laughs> you know what i mean like it's uh, nothing's really so like my family my brother's biggest thing was saying he loved the thanksgiving day parade in, in new york macy's the macy's parade Dude, like, like did you ever see that people would stand out there for I think it was like 24 hours to get a spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So my family's from New York. I was born in Manhattan. It's just we moved to Minnesota when I was like three. So I didn't have that luxury mm-hmm. like my brother and sister did of growing up in the city. Uh, but they would tell me about it. They would be like, oh, yeah, you just knew not to go anywhere near the parade route like two days out. from." I don't know how the like people that. stand there and like how they can stand there and like not pee themselves. Like, or do they just pee? Like, or, or is that the, which one of the things that happens in New York where people literally will wait? I think it's the New Year's ball. Well, where- it's both. Like, people literally do line up like a day in advance, I think, uh, or try to get spots for the parade. And then, yeah, New Year's people line up like a day, like what? they fill in like, How? a how's that possible? Like, well, but times, if there was, like, do they know, like, that? Okay, I know I'm going to go there a day in advance. I'm going to, bring food a backpack some water i mean well, come on now like so here's the deal. yeah but the other thing too is for the new year's in times square if you're there with a group you just go one by at a time and literally anywhere in times square you turn there's a restaurant store so you can buy drink piss anywhere you want as long as well, you, how do you can't how do you get your spot back in line if people have been well that's what i'm saying you got to be with a group though if you're there by yourself you're screwed but if you're with some friends like you just go one at a time like they hold down the spot you go you come yeah. back and someone else can go get like a piece of eat or you know that that's the only way it can be done i mean yeah. it is new york and it is it is the city so i mean there's probably people who just also go and just piss right where they're standing for a whole day because i, I don't just thought be- yeah i just thought that was that always like intrigued me of seeing people do that you know like that was one of those things that always like kind of like you know the people that wait out in front of the shopping stores mm-hmm. like that all like i would drive by and be like man is it really that important or you can't really wait like two months or three months like you gotta have it right i guess i've never been that person to be like 
I need something right now. I've always been like, eh, I could wait. Like, I'm not really too busy yeah. in a rush of having something. Yeah, and the, the PlayStation that 5 I was too busy well. in a rush of having was Red Velvet. I was like, ooh, I gotta snag her up, but... <laughs> Right, you made, you made the right move when you needed to. Yeah, pretty much that's about it. But other yeah. than that, I pretty much take my time with with anything like that. Like, yeah, I don't get it either. The PlayStation 5 came out this week, and I was seeing so many people I know online just being like, I can't get one. Why can't I get it? And I'm not buying, like, one for $5,000. And it was like... My buddy runs that, runs a scam. My oh, really? My buddy has... A, like, I was funny because... I was talking to him about it one day and he's like, yeah, man. So what I do is he goes, I get a credit card and I'll buy like 10 playstations or he'll buy the limit you can pre-order. I yeah, don't yeah. know how many you can pre-order. I believe it's maybe 10. Probably. I, I don't know. I've never, I've never whatever. And so he pre-orders and what you do is you pay in advance before right. it goes out and you, you pay for it all up front. So he does it, he gets a credit card. And, you know, of course, he just pays off the small little credit card, do minimum payments that he has to pay off. And then when it comes Christmas time or whenever he gets the PlayStations or whenever it's whatever they release it, he turns around and resells them for like oh, five it's to six grand. I'm like, what? How much did you yeah. pay for it? And he's like, well, I paid regular price for it. I just pre-ordered them and bought them in bulk and i go yeah, they, i think they order them a year in van i don't know how i really don't know how the scheme works i'll t i guess i'll talk to him and figure it out more because he lives in tampa so okay. next time i'm in tampa well i guess i'll be for thanksgiving but uh if everything's not shut down because i usually see him at the gym and, okay uh, if i see him at the gym i'm gonna be like yo what's up with that you know, like, what's up with that scam? Like, he was making really good money doing it. It makes sense, though, because you can pre-order. So if you can pre-order multiple, because I know people who pre-ordered and got there's the day it came out. Like, it was delivered or a couple days before. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it makes sense. If you have the money to do it, because, yeah, you then right now, this week, people are selling them for five grand. And it's like, it's a four or $500 machine. You're paying five grand because you need it now instead of, like, in three weeks they'll be stocked up again yeah you know that's just that's just the name it's like shoes too i know people that do the same thing with tennis shoes yeah yeah they i do too hook up they have the hookup on tennis shoes and they'll you know buy up the whole thing before it gets released and then resell i've never done that i've never lined up for a release to buy something with it for i've just never done i've that. never cared i yeah me not, neither DJ. Um, okay. yeah i've never never i mean i'm never i just never cared never cared enough to like want needed something that badly that i mean of course my dad will probably tell me tell you guys differently but for me i don't think I. but really i don't count that. when i was younger because that's stupid money you don't know what you're not even like do like now though when it's like I'm grown. I know what I need. I know what I need to survive. And I, I nothing has ever come out that as an adult, I was like, I don't need to go. I, I, I'll, I'll admit I've done a good Black Friday before where I've gone and lined up at like to go in at midnight just to, but it was a hell of a deal, you know, but I've never. Was it that big of a deal though? I, when I was poor and I didn't want to pay like five, $600 for a TV and I could get it for like 150 that night for 
three hour window. Yeah, I'll go and get it. If so I, how long did you have to wait in line? Wasn't bad. Two hours. Were people like fighting over it? Was it like a rush? No, like I never went when that was going on. Like by the time I went, they had like you'd go in and get like a ticket or something for that item, and they'd line you up. And if you didn't get a ticket for it, you weren't getting the item. Um, yeah. So things online, and they say supposedly Black Friday online. So what? How? How is that scam working? I think you just go to the website. Like I looked at Best Buy today for their Black Friday deals, and it's just some of them aren't. Well, I think what they're going to do is there'll be a window time. Like I saw one thing that was like not for sale yet. So maybe that's going to be a true Black Friday where on Friday after Thanksgiving, it's going on sale at at like midnight for like four hours or something. I don't know. But yeah, the thing is, they've been doing this for like a month now. A lot of these places like I had I I bought headphones, about $200 headphones or $250 headphones for a hundred bucks like three weeks ago on Best Buy. And it was a Black Friday deal. (laughs) You know what I mean? Hmm, I want to see how much the GoPros are going for. Yeah, I don't know. I need a new GoPro badly. I need just a good new camera. Not necessarily that. Yeah, toilet paper, people doing that where you're at. That's always fun. I don't get that. Still don't understand it. But um, Use your hand and wash it. <laughs> right. Did you ever watch, uh, was it Demolition Man? What are the three shells for? With Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> where, where he's I in know the, the movie you're talking about, but I don't remember the movie. Yeah, it's when he's he goes to the bathroom and he instead of toilet paper they have three seashells, and he comes out like, "What are the seashells for?" Oh, it's great. Um, so I was watching. I was telling you this before I, we got what online. Are the seashells for? No, they never tell you. Oh. There's probably some fan theories if you like go deep online that you could probably figure it out or they have a good idea. Because the other there's another fan theory about that Demolition Man movie because the whole thing is that. Wesley Snipes and Sylvester Stallone were frozen. Yeah. And uh, Snipes was a bad guy. Uh, and Stallone obviously is the face guy. So when they become unfrozen, you hear about Sylvester Stallone talk about how he left his wife and little girl. Well, then it just happens to be a younger Sandra Bullock was like the lady cop he had to yeah. deal with and be partner with. So there's like a fan theory that maybe that was his daughter, yet they end up hooking up. It's weird. But yeah, they never tell you what the three seashells were for. Okay, we really went on a wild spin on that one. But I'll tell you what, that's a classic 90s film. I was just just asking about the shells, man. If anybody likes good uh, movies, check it out. Demolition, man. Taco Bell takes over everything. It's going to (laughs) happen. Every fine restaurant will be Taco Bell. They're in business with like, don't they own Pepsi-Cola too? I think it's like a company. Probably, like, I, uh, right? Long John Silver's, KFC. Nice. Um. Anyways, uh, before I went on tonight, I was watching the show Hot Wings online. I was telling you about this, uh, and they had Undertaker on it this week, and uh, it was pretty interesting to to watch it just because. Uh, obviously, oh, he's on there. Sorry, I hate what? to interrupt you, and I should have just let you keep talking, but. What was he wearing? Uh, like a black sh- button shirt and like a, I think he had a bandana on, black bandana on. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. I don't know why that just like, I was like, if I don't ask now, I'm going to forget. <laughs> it's all right, man. It's all right. It was, it's, it's entertaining. If anybody watching, if you haven't seen it yet, check it out on YouTube, the Undertaker on, on Hot Ones. Um, it, it was, it was interesting to see though, because he's pushing the Survivor Series. We'll get into that, that uh, probably end the show. Uh, 
what's going down Sunday. He's going to be on there doing a final farewell. But it was uh, it was interesting to listen to him talk, and they started talking about ribs uh, when he was in the business and like people who are had you, some good ribs. Are you talking about ribs because they were putting the hot sauce on the ribs? No. Oh. Pranksters. Oh, those types of ribs mm. you're mm. talking about. Oh, okay. Uh, so, and he was talking about some of the guys that he thought were the, uh, better pranksters. Uh, and I was like, I was wondering, I was like, what, have you, uh, done any, uh, pranks or been pranked while you were working in the industry and, and, uh, backstage or anything like that? Anything that, uh, comes to mind? I mean, other than the story that we told with he, <laughs> yeah, but no, 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 it's a, it was a different time. Well, and the other thing I was curious about too is like in FCW where you guys are, you know, you're trying to get to that next step. Was that even a thing? Like, or would the coaches shut that down? Like, boom. Nobody mess. No, or there'd be fights. Yeah. And nothing happened like that. No, dude. Mm-mm. That's crazy. Do you ever, did your, uh, do you ever hear any stories from, uh, your dad about any of that from back in the day with the old guys? Cause he brought up Mr. Fuji undertaker did. And I've heard some, uh, stories of Mr. Fuji, like the one in particular that's gone around is, uh, I don't, I think it was like his neighbor or something that they were like going back and forth so hard. He, he eventually like killed the guy's dog and cooked it and had him eat it. Yeah. Disassembled the guy's car. Oh, what? Of- yeah, I heard he disassembled some guy's car. Man. Yeah, just wild, like above, beyond. Yeah, my dad, you would have to ask my dad when we have my dad on the show. He would, he's told me, but to be honest with you, I forgot pretty much. I mean, it's hard. He's told me so many stories that yeah, it's hard to like keep every story that he's told me like right in my, you know, in my head. Oh, that's crazy. That's, uh, yeah. When he was talking about Mr. Fuji, I was just like, that guy was a savage. Uh, if you were like messing around. With him. Yeah. I, the craziest thing is his son came to FCW. Really? I tried to like do like bing, bang, bang, all that, all that gimmick. I throw salt in your eye and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Everybody was like, it just i mean no disrespect man no disrespect but it just was not happening everybody looked at him was it him or was it that was played out at that point it was so played out but the coaches said don't do it and he kept doing it kept doing it kept doing it and they were like he's gone yeah no that's really had it made up in his mind that he was gonna do that crazy outlandish 80s character the full time and they just didn't that wasn't that's not their style so they're like nah yeah that's crazy like why would you i i wouldn't i never understand that like if your coach is there and they say hey don't do it this way try it this way and you don't you just keep doing it the way you're doing it like why are you doing you're not gonna go far obviously you're not gonna go anywhere with that kind of attitude Oh, it just boggles my mind. It really does. Yeah, a lot of people did that. But speaking of Taker, so did he get to finally a wing that he was like, did he break down or did he just kind of hey, man. did like tell me about that? What was I will tell you this. what what was his reaction or did he even try to push it to get a reaction? 
he did good. He did really good, actually. Uh, the uh, the last three wings of that show is usually like the worst, and like the third to the last is like usually the one that is on every season of this show, and it wrecks every celebrity. Uh, he handled it pretty well, man. Like I've seen, like like there's been people like Shaq and some other people on there who lost their minds on this certain sauce and taker he, he you can feel it but like three minutes later he was right back to answering the questions where most people are like <laughs> running around the room downing milk he never drank any milk he didn't touch his milk at all uh the whole time um did he but, eat the hottest one yeah he ate them all he ate the whole row all because they started like yeah. a really mild and, and they go all just around. stood there finished asking the questions and didn't break yeah man he was good he just kept going. I mean, there's. He said there's a couple of times where he's just like, "Oh, whoo, yeah, this is stupid. This is stupid. Like, this is hot as hell." Like, but it never was like a full like. Oh, like he was able to just keep going when the guy asked questions and like, yeah, he made it through way better than a lot of other celebrities I've Dude, seen. Taker's a legit badass. He's not gonna break on a hot wing, right? Like, have you have you done anything with him? You ever like? Has he? You ever oh, asked him? Yeah ever asked him any advice or anything like that any dealings with taker while you were around fcw um the last time i talked to taker was when i went back to the performance center and what up cuzzo um that's my cousin right there oh yeah um, last time i uh oh sorry bring me back taker taker okay. Last time I saw Taker was I was at the Performance Center and it was when they brought me back and they were going to do some stuff at NXT. And that was when NXT, I believe I wrestled Velvet Dream. Um, Taker was there. Mm -hmm. And I've known Taker a really, really long right. time, pretty much my whole life. And I remember like everybody was like scared to talk to Taker. And of course me, I'm like, what's up taker and then we end up talking and we were talking about the old davy spivey incident when they beat up the road royers and um just me and i probably talked to taker for probably over an hour just me and him and it was just about all kinds of cool stuff i really don't want to share the conversation because i feel like it was a conversation only meant for me and him mm -hmm. so um, but yeah, man, I've had a lot of good interactions with Taker and he's always been a stand-up dude and always been like really friendly to me and always wanted to help me and what a like rip, what a great dude. Right. Where do you rank him of all time greatest? Where do you rank him? He's definitely top ten, top five. Yeah, definitely. Uh it's just nobody that yeah, I mean there's nobody else like that, like that, and that can take that character. And just, no, and that size. You know, no one at all. So That size and know how to work that size and know how to always be over. Right. Yeah, dude. There's and always no... have everybody's respect and never not have anybody's respect. That's kind of a pretty big accomplishment. Right. Yeah, that's, that's what's interesting about Survivor Series. So, um... I was telling you this before they're doing it's the final farewell 30 years it'll be 30 years his 30th anniversary of survivor of his debut at survivor series for wwe so they're doing his farewell now mm -hmm. 
uh, like you asked, you asked if he was wrestling. I don't think so. I don't think there's any actual match involved. I think it's Are just sure when it what is it this Sunday? This Sunday. <sighs> I don't think there's nothing because there's no opponent. There's no in the ring one last. It's it's literally like a farewell. And like, and there's you know, what, like what's gonna like. What are they gonna do? Like I don't understand because they can't just have Taker come out and wave to the crowd and be like, "No, hi guys, I'm see you later." Well, and there will be no crowd either, so that's the other thing. Because <laughs> uh, there's gonna be no crowd there. They're still in the thunder. Probably do a great highlight package. So they're gonna do a highlight package, but I, get, I it sounds like they're almost trying to do what they did when Flair retired uh, that first it's time not- after he. Oh. Yeah, right. The the first time after he lost to Michaels, uh, and they actually had that really big send off on Raw the next night. Yeah, I think they're going for something like that because it sounds like they're going to bring back people from Taker's past that are going to come and make an appearance at this thing too. Um, you know, people like his uh, his crew from that he used to run around with backstage, and I'm sure Kane's going to be there fully. Like people like that are probably getting asked to come to this. Is what I've heard. So I think it's going to be probably, like you said, highlight package, him in the ring. The question is, does he come out character or this has really been the first year we've seen him break the fourth wall and him be out of character doing the documentary, doing all these interviews lately. Yeah. Doing all these podcasts. Um, Maybe he does what he did at WrestleMania comes out with the jacket and the hat and the gloves and maybe leaves it in the ring again yeah maybe that's what he does um i don't know i guess that's what we're gonna have to watch and then so fill me in with the matches and let's do some predictions let's get into the nitty-gritty of the show and let's go over survivor series and the matches so we can make our predictions all right here we go so in case you didn't know already survivor series going down this sunday on the wwe network raw versus smackdown last year raw versus smackdown versus nxt was amazing this year no nxt involved i know i'm so bummed i'm so bummed about that but we'll talk about that on another show yes so everything's brand versus brand so we got Drew McIntyre, who is the WWE champion, versus Roman Reigns, who is the Universal champion. Uh, two guys you know very well uh, main eventing this show. Oh. oh, man. These are like your boys. I know. <laughs> so it's like, holy crap. Like, those yeah, are both guys that will run up to me and hug me as hard as possible. Um, uh, I want Drew to win, but I see Roman winning. Okay. I am with you. I'm with you, but here's the reason though. I'm with you. Uh, and I think it's going to be a Roman Reigns win, but I think it's going to be because we see a Jay Uso interference. Uh, cause now that he is beating Uso, he is now kind of under the control of Roman Reigns in the family. Ooh, I so, like that. so I like that prediction. So we're both right on Roman, but you're going to put in a plus one and say that there's going to be interference, which I totally see that happening. And I, bam, that's what's going to happen. Let's see if like, we're right on that one. All right, next match. 
So now we got the men's Survivor Series match. So uh, this is the Raw team. It's Keith Lee, AJ Styles. Is this? Yeah, this is a Raw team. Keith Lee, AJ Styles, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Matt Riddle. Or sorry, Riddle. They took Matt away. It's just Riddle Mill. Against the SmackDown team of Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and one more name to be announced tomorrow night on SmackDown. Wonder if that one more name is Taker. Maybe. I was kind of leaning more towards either Mysterio or Murphy who both are feuding with Rollins because it sounds like, well, I would like to see Murphy, man, Murphy. So he's been on fire lately. Yeah. And he, I mean, it's, uh, this whole Mysterio angle is going pretty well. It's still a little weird to see him making out with Mysterio's daughter, but it's cool. Um, yeah. I think it might be him because I think, uh, I don't know if you saw it this week on, uh, probably not. Cause who's you, making out with Ray Mysterio's daughter, buddy. Murphy. Oh, they're actually going out though. Are they really? Yeah, they're actually boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, I didn't know that. Dang, he got her young. <laughs> uh, Twenty? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Either way, um, yeah. but Seth Rollins obviously is going to be taking some time off. Becky Lynch probably about to have her children. Uh, they put some posts. Did you just uh, say children? A uh, child. I, she looks super pregnant, though. They put a uh, photo shoot well, out. You, you said you said you put an S on it, so I was like, "Whoa!" She okay. have a double? No, it's probably just one. But she looks big enough. There could be another hiding. Uh, they put out a photo shoot that they did with uh, her. I'm stirs. I'm stirs. I bet you she does. Her look beautiful. And oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, and I forget about that. That you and you and Becky were good friends too. So yeah, me and Becky were really good friends. Yeah, she looked gorgeous. Uh, and uh, so my guess is he's about to take some time off to be with her and these newborns. Um, so that would be a good way to have them have that uh, inner team battle if it's Murphy. I like you said newborns, as in there are there is going to be right, newborns. Newborn, sorry. You know what I keep thinking? Of? You know why I keep thinking that is uh, someone posted a picture of those two and uh, Moxley and Renee Young. Because last night on Dynamite, Moxley in his promo in mid promo just casually announced that him and Renee are having a baby, nice. which was congratulations. It was it was pretty funny because he literally was in just full promo mode on this uh, backstage yeah, segment. I'm having a baby. Yeah, he literally just threw it in, and like everybody was just like, "Wait, what? Wait, are they they're having a baby? Didn't know that." Uh, it was just funny because it's it just seems like the way they would do it. And Renee Young, if you follow her on social media, is hilarious and had hilarious things to say right after. So I don't know who's going to win this match because we don't know who that other person is, but I just always feel like Raw comes out ahead. Yeah, I'm going with you. Even though I love Kevin Owens and I like yeah, him winning everything. I just but. think Raw's going to overcome that one. Yeah. We got the Women's Survivor Series match. This is going to be uh, this is a Raw team. Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce, and Lana versus Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and two more names that are probably going to be announced tomorrow on SmackDown. A lot of changes happened on the Raw team. It was originally supposed to be, I think, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose is now injured and out, which is why I think we got Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce in there now. Hmm. I'm going to go with the SmackDown one because I don't know who the two mystery opponents could be. I'm so i don't know 
It's a good pick because the right now the running thing on Raw is Nia Jax for like seven weeks in a row has put Lana through a table. So they're obviously not working as a team. So I see SmackDown coming out on that too. Yeah, what's up with her getting put through a table every single night? Do you I mean, do you think this has anything to do with uh Rusev or Miro leaving and going to AEW? Um, yes. And I think it comes to the point where she should stop doing that. I mean, guy, I don't care if you're a guy or a girl going through that table is not fun. And And the thing with it now too, is it's become almost comedic. Like people think it's hilarious that this keeps happening. Like every week it's like, Oh, Nia Jax is putting her through it. No, they didn't do it. Oh, Oh no, they did. Like that's horrible it's you know there's a lot of that going on right now uh one of the topics i was going to bring up before we end today involves another situation just like that but let's finish getting through survivor series uh next we have the women's champion versus the other women's champion this is gonna be oscar versus sasha banks uh those two always have potential to put on a great show i'm going with sasha i think so too i think it's her time uh, now we have the t- Raw Tag Teams versus the SmackDown Tag Teams. We have the New Day, Kofi and Xavier. Uh, you're old and former co-champion tag from FCW. FCW and uh, the Street Profits. So kind of like uh, the uh, new version of the New Day because they're my boys. No, I'm going to go so with I New Day. Biased on that one. Next, we have the United States Champion versus Intercontinental Champion. That's Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. I'm going with Bobby, but I'm I going Sammy. Sammy. I think Sammy will win, but I'm I would rather Bobby win, but I think Sammy will win. So I go with your pick, but I'm going with as in I would like Bobby to win. So I, if Bobby, so if Bobby win or loses, I mean wins. I didn't pick Bobby to win. I would dislike him. So let's get that right. I'm going with Sammy for winning, but I would like Bobby to win. Nice. I okay. I, I just think uh Trish, yep, raw guys are gonna win. Uh, uh I don't know. I to be honest, I'm not a big fan of Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke on the I, I'm a fan of them in the ring, but Dana Brooke's not great on a mic. Mandy Rose, I think, had a good thing going with Otis. I don't know why they stopped it. So it's just weird, but uh she kind of seemed like she was gonna get pushed a little bit, and that's why it's people are talking about her getting hurt. Uh I do think retribution is going to cost Bobby Lashley this match. I feel like they still have their thing going on. Um, and then uh, I just, Sammy Zayn's a great deal, man. I, he's going to heal it up and win it somehow. So this is going to be the end of the show. By, I assume this is how they end Survivor Series. I assume the main event is Drew and Roman, but I, I am going to put it out there that this is what ends the show, and that is the Undertaker uh, Undertaker's final farewell. I'm going to read you the description of this, Wes. Uh, it was originally advertised as a, as a celebration of 30 years of The Undertaker. So he's going to be there for sure. Uh, it says that it's going to be an appearance for Undertaker for a final farewell, seemingly ending his career officially where it all started 30 years ago after several semi-retirements. And again, like I told you, it sounds like they're maybe bringing special guests to this for this uh, from his past career, uh, stuff like that. So Huh. million dollar question because i didn't ask you this when we were kind of talking about him coming out of the hot wing show 
But the million dollar question after all this final farewell that we're going to see someday at Survivor Series is, does he show up at WrestleMania though? Uh, is this really it? With wrestling, you can't tell, man. Never say never is never how you describe never. the wrestling business to a T. Um, so I guess how big all... that check is. If that check is two million dollars, yeah, we'll probably probably go through it. Right. So it, it does sound interesting though, because he also said in a recent interview though that he's been talked to about going to and doing more at the performance center, and he's actually said he likes to do that and would like to work out some more of a deal where he is going down and helping out more at the school. So which you may is see... crazy because he lives in Texas. Right. And that's what he said. He's like the logistics would need to get figured out because they'd have to fly me in from Texas, but he's like, I'd like to be down there and, and help uh with the performance center and, and, and teach his kids, which that's just I mean, that's the one thing WWE has done so great with their developmental, and you know because you were in the thick of it, is the coaching staff they bring on is always always stellar. Just, I mean, and if you want to fight me on that, go for it. But even the people who should have been signed and on main roster at one point in WWE didn't get that chance, uh, Sarah Del Rey, um, still, they knew her worth and brought her in to be their women's head coach. I mean, they they've always done really well with their coaches. Their coaches have always been great coaches. They've always been. I mean, I guess there has been one or two, maybe bad apples, but you got to say, you know, out of the one or two bad apples, pretty much most of the trainers have been nothing but top notch. Yeah, very much so. Um, So that's going to be Survivor Series. It's going to be a good show. I'm excited to watch it. One other thing. I said yeah. me too. I wanted to ask you this too. Uh this came out this week, and that's uh it sounds like WWE's future plans, uh, once this is all done, does not involve house shows anymore. The talk is they're going to eliminate that. Just wanted to throw that out there, see what you thought of that. Because that, and if anybody's wondering, like, what's the big deal? Uh, you know, house shows are those non televised shows that happen. This is the road shows. This is where talent's out and working on the road, where they're doing the shows. And to me, house shows are always fun because as a fan, you get more interaction with the talent because they're not looking at TVs and doing the poses for hard camera and all that. Um, but it's also just a good, you know, first of all, it's a good chance for them to work out their matches for the I, big show. That's how I worked on my angle with Kurt mm-hmm. you know like it it's that's it sucks and that's how you make a lot of money mm-hmm. you make a lot of money doing house shows being on those house show loops you can make a lot a lot of money um that's where you try out new moves that's where you try new things out you try new gear out you try new boots out you try stuff that you just if you get new stuff, you don't always want to try it on TV because you don't know how your boots might act to the canvas. You don't know how, you know, just little things that you always want to make perfect. You can tune up and always, you know, try it in front of a live crowd, but not be in front of TV where if you mess up, it's on TV and the pressure is a lot less. So you can try new stuff. You're able to just be your character a little bit more, maybe, tweak it out a little bit see if it works see if it doesn't work 
plus you get paid really well. Um, I think that's horrible. I mean, that's less chance of selling merch. That's less, I mean, you got to think it's, that's horrible. And then mm-hmm. two, you know, with this Biden being president, um, that Andrew Yang guy being in Congress, he's really going to go after WWE. I mean, he's already contacted that Trinidad girl and was asking questions about that. And then I heard that, um, I believe the, um, what's the actors union? Yeah. Yeah. So SAG. So yeah, that was, uh, that was my next question. That was how I was going to get into it for the house shows to that too, because this is also where it ties into when we were talking about Lana and her maybe getting, uh, beat on a little bit because of, of roots of, uh, going to AW. Um, uh, it's been, uh, obviously came out this week. Zelina Vega, also known as, uh, Thea Trinidad, uh, is now no longer with WWE and it, it's directly over the third party sites. Um, because I guess, it, it, not, I guess, I think it was known, but like she was doing very well with her yeah. Twitch and her, and her YouTube, uh, like very well, like probably more than they were paying her. Um, I, I heard, I heard that she was making more money than what she was getting paid with WWE. So yep. she was like, what's the point right i don't so no no one can blame her uh and good for her for her pushback the sad part is now alistair black still in contract with wwe also asking to be put back on nxt this week and was denied so expect to see him probably get punished on tv these next few weeks Um, how long his contract is yeah i don't know i'm guessing he's out as soon as it's over though um oh yeah i guarantee you it so, yeah, so that's the interesting thing, man. Uh, you know, you mentioned Andrew Yang, who said that he was going to, you know, try to do something uh, depending how the election went. But I think the biggest story out of all this is the fact that once Selena Vega was let go, uh, yeah, the president of SAG, the uh, Screen Actors Guild, I think it is, mm-hmm. uh, reached out to her. Apparently they talked and the president has now also said that, yeah, I'm going to start looking into how we can work with wrestlers. This is something we said, you specifically said, I believe three, four weeks ago on one of our shows uh, that there would never be an actual union for wrestlers, but instead they would be involved with the, you know, TV and movie uh, unions that are out there. Yes. Um and here we are now it's, it's it sounds like it may happen uh, i read something about eric bischoff was talking about it and said he's like i'm surprised no one's ever done it i don't know how it's taken this long that well i haven't... can tell you why yeah let's hear it. Done it because everyone was scared to lose mm-hmm. their job there was no other sources of income for or other places for these wrestlers to go but once these wrestlers started seeing these third parties and started seeing how they can make money and start being like well hey wait a second well there's another wrestling company that's on tv and they let their wrestlers have sponsors and they don't take money from them they're allowed their other wrestlers to have you know supplement sponsors to mm-hmm. you know uh clothing endorsements um and not take any money from them um they start thinking about it and then now since there's an opportunity to go somewhere that's better than impact that's actually on TV that actually has a huge fan base and on a major network, they're able to push back a little bit. And now if they get a couple more wrestlers to do it, I definitely say 
like I said, I don't think there'll be a wrestler's union. I think we would fall into more of a SAG and go into the SAG actors um, clause because we pretty much follow every line of of what SAG is. You know, you know, we're on TV. You know, we there is sometimes scripted lines. You know, we we're live every week. You know, there it, it is a TV show. You can't you cannot deny it's not, and you cannot deny that we're not. You know, actors or wrestlers or whatever you want to call it, entertainers, sports entertainers, you know, we do fall into that league. And I feel like, you know, we should be in SAG. I really think that, you know, it's only right for all, for these wrestlers that there's, there's only, I hate to say this to you guys, but there's only a handful of wrestlers that can really retire and actually retire. Mm-hmm. And not have to go do autograph signings and not have to do like indie shows. There's right. maybe about five wrestlers that can really just say, hey, when I'm done, I got enough money where I don't have to do nothing. The rest of them, I hate to say it. The real world is cruel. Once you yeah. start making that money and Let's say you've been on TV for 20 years and, you know, maybe you don't get in acting. Maybe you don't get into modeling or whatever. Maybe you didn't think about how to start a second business. Mm-hmm. You end up in a situation where you're a grown adult, but you really have nothing to put on your resume except for WWE superstar. And nowadays, all these resumes and everything that you apply on is all online. So the algorithms of these job searches, you won't get because no matter what, you won't be qualified because the algorithms won't, they don't recognize that you are so-and-so on TV. They don't care these algorithms, these computers. So the only way you can really do it is unless you go and actually go to the business and say, hey, man, I know my resume doesn't have any experience. This is the reason why. Da, 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 da. That's why you see most old time wrestlers going to bouncing and that type of stuff because that's really the only thing left is because they're like, hey, I'm a big guy. I can go stand in front of the door and go bounce. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's sad. That's sad because you put your body and your line so many years on TV that you're not protected. You don't, you know, those actors after acting for I forgot how many years, you get a pension. You get you get something back, you know, you're not you're not stuck out on the streets without anything, you know, and um, right. I I feel like, you know, I feel like as being a wrestler, we should be involved in that. Yeah, most definitely. Plus, now that the social media is such a, a powerhouse and, and, and so many of these great talents have figured out how they can parlay their fans into, you know, a Twitch channel, a YouTube channel to where then they can make their own money and be good and not have to. Well, here's the thing is, I don't mind if if WWE, I mean, they supposedly are having all these record-breaking quarters. Why don't they just pay the guys more? Say, hey, okay, you're making that much more on your Twitch account? How much you're making? You know what? Mm-hmm. We're going to double your salary. Here's what you're going to do. Can you please not do that? Right, exactly. Problem no, solved. Right. But well, that's a good question. That? No, they want to take money from you 
Oh, you right. can do it, but we're going to run it and we're only going to give you 5%. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, and we're going to have, and we're going to like monitor the entire thing. You have no yeah. control. Why even waste my time? Right. Trish, that's a really good question. I think uh, you have to think, you have, so she wanted to know why don't the talent save their money though? Like your dad can, and Kevin Von Eric. The thing is though, that's a completely different era. Uh, well, back my dad then. also my dad also had multiple streams of income my dad also right. owned briscoe's brother's body shop my dad also owned rental properties my dad also was part owners of georgia championship wrestling and had stock in florida championship wrestling my dad was not just he didn't just rely on rest. and then after wrestling my dad was an agent my dad was a producer my dad was um head of gorilla head of timing out the shows my dad was head of international uh tours my my dad uh my dad just now retired my dad's actually been in the business in 70 or yep. uh but 37 years 38 years he my dad just finally retired he yeah, then, take that then he was a scout so my dad never really quit losing his paycheck right so right. I, we can't really put my dad. You can't list my dad in that, in that, in that era because my dad went on and did other things. My dad didn't just right. say, "Hey." And, and the product, uh, you know, and for everybody else, the product just changes has changed so much from then till now. And there's the so much more, way more money back then than they were. Right, and there's so much more involved now. And then there's your top guys, and then there's you got you know uh and you know you, you you're in it but i mean to because it's funny because most fans who don't know the business they'll be like oh well i don't know they get to travel all over and they get to they get paid to be at these places and it's like but they're paying for their own rental car they're paying their gas they're, they're paying their hotels they're, none of that's free and uh, yeah like it's going it's to the not, gym right it's not what you think it is uh because they're independent contractors <laughs> ridiculous so it's good to see things are moving though for the talent for you and your brothers and sisters in the business it's good to see that at least now someone is fighting back like selena vega did and now we're seeing someone legit a legitimate organization like sag reaching out to say you're right and this is something we should be looking into because again it's just sad it's a sad thing to to think that you guys can't make money off your own birth name uh, you know it's crazy so anyways that's that last question there's a rumor shaquille o'neal cody rhodes aw what do you think well didn't they kind of already announce that i mean they announced it but we haven't seen them yet well i guess we're gonna have to see it'll be interesting it's funny to see that they they're gonna probably pull it off considering the all the talk of wwe was trying to do with him and big show and it just never happened yeah uh, and you can tell it was they weren't working well together you yeah, know here's, here's the thing is tnt works with nba yeah. and they're what what people don't know is they're a joint network so mm -hmm. i i think we'll see it I would like to. That'd be cool. That'd be. I'd be interested to see what happens. Dude, Shaq is an not just an amazing, you know, legendary basketball player. Shaq is an entertainer. Like yeah, I couldn't watch that guy not, do anything. This is not his first time doing it. No, not he, at all. No, he was in the Rumble at Mania 32 in the yeah, Battle Royale. He's done it before back in 
he did it with me and TNA, believe it or not. Oh yeah. Impact nice. Wrestling, he did a thing. Him and um 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 Vince Carter. Oh, okay. Dang. Yeah, Dang. I was, there. I was he, oh, he, yeah. they came in and beat up the aces and eights. Nice. No, nice. <laughs> I mean, if you can get beat up by somebody, at least you can be like, yo, Shaq punch me. That's dope. Dude, did I tell you the story of the the day that um, Hogan came back and he was like, oh, well, I'm going to hit one of you guys, brothers. And everybody's like, raised their hand and, every, oh, and he like no. looked around and we were all like, we all want to bump for you. And he's just like, okay. Because it was like, hope, like, at, like, we all lit up like kids. We were like, like, please, please, please. Like, did you get to do whatever? Oh, yeah. I bump for him. Nice. Yeah, that nice. was all, like that was incredible. Right. Uh Trish wants to know if you have a fan club. Uh we're working on some things uh for all of you to be able to do some cool stuff and get uh cool merch from us well, the show. Yeah, we'll have a Briscoe and Big Ace show fan club, but not a West Briscoe fan club. I kind of don't like that attention. <laughs> yeah. He lets me do it. Like I can be the attention for him. Yep. <laughs> but no, uh, you know. It is that time of the year, though, where it's the holidays. So mm-hmm. I'm thankful that we are doing the show. I'm thankful that we're now over two years running. We hit our two-year anniversary back in July. Uh, God willing, we'll be able to celebrate our third year of doing this podcast where it began in Iowa with all of our wonderful Hall of Fame family. So hopefully that happens. But uh, I'm thankful that you're my friend. I'm thankful we have this show. I'm thankful for everybody who tunes in watches and listens uh again voc nation yeah, uh vocnation.com uh exclusive audio versions of the briscoe and big a show so i'm just thankful man thank you everybody for uh you know being on this ride for the little over two years we've been doing this it's been fun so we have a lot more to do and a lot more we want to do so it's going to be fun and i hope just everybody has a great holiday season as we enter it before we leave though Anything else other than your show this weekend? Anything else we need to know about? Nope. All right, man. So, again, Atomic Wrestling this Sunday it's probably sold out. If it's not, you know, hit them up. See if you can somehow weasel your way in. Otherwise, follow them on YouTube. Send send PJ some get well wishes. Okay, send PJ get get well wishes. PJ Black. PJ Black. Oh, yep, that's right. Uh, Yeah, send him get well wishes. It's, and uh, he posted his uh thing on his Instagram, so go in there and uh, wish yeah, yeah. it's a little bit of an injury, so make sure you go out there, wish him well. We're gonna work on some other cool stuff again. No show next week, everybody. Enjoy Thanksgiving with your family, your friends, however it is you're doing it. We're gonna work on some more uh cool things coming your way, as well as hopefully, we'll have some more guests coming in through. Uh, I know we've been talking about it. We're going to actually start uh trying to get some stuff planned out for these next few weeks as we get into the holiday season. No, we will have a guest for our upcoming uh, from after Thanksgiving. Perfect. So we'll, we'll announce it sometime mid next week. Perfect. So we will do that again. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate it. You can check me out Tuesday nights as well on the two count on YouTube, the two number two count uh, with comedian John Russell. We talk wrestling. Uh, yeah, man. Otherwise, guys, just follow us. Subscribe. The Briscoe and Big A Show. Share it with everyone you know. Please help us grow. 
this wonderful fan base that we have with all of you. So happy Thanksgiving, West Sudden family. I said happy Thanksgiving. Tell Red, I said happy Thanksgiving. And uh, hopefully we'll uh, get to see each other in person sometime this year. <laughs> right? Love. All right, everybody. Yeah. Love. Happy holidays, guys. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation radio network.